Hey, Soders. I'm back. Back like COVID in the winter time. <laughs> Ooh, I'll be cracking myself up. Hope you having a good day, those listening. Because we're going to hop into it. I hope this can enlighten you. Because when I did my little research and my little study on this topic, it enlightened me. I didn't really realize how deep this was. Like, it was really just a thought. Like, when I was thinking about this topic, it was really just a thought, mainly because I just feel like I see it more and more and more. And I don't know if I'm seeing this thing more and more and more because because of like the busyness of my days or the in, the interactions that I have on a daily or just in general, you know, sometimes a lot of time, not even sometimes, but a lot of time in life when you're growing and you're on a, a overall spiritual journey, you know, a self-care journey, self-health journey, any type of journey you on, whatever road you're going down along that road, you usually discover some new exits you know, uh, some new routes. And you also discover some roadkill along the way now. That's the people that got to get up out of there. But anywho, the, the thing I'm talking about is, and your favorites do this, okay? Your favorite celebrities, some of your favorite people may do this, probably have done this. Maybe you have done this intentionally or unintentionally and you know what that is boys and girls it's called crafty manipulation you heard me crafty manipulation now when I did my initial research on this I actually had no clue that there has actually been a play done by someone named Shakespeare called Othello. The play is called Othello. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know who Shakespeare is. I'm sure most people listening has heard of Shakespeare. But seriously. So when I was doing my research on this particular top, the play Othello kept popping up. And I'm like, why is Othello popping up? And then it like, ding, ding, it clicked. Like it dawned on me because that's in fact what Othello is overall about. It's not even really about Othello, about Othello. It's mainly about, um, what is his name? Lagos, Lagos. Pardon me. I don't really know exactly how to pronounce his name, but <sighs> Lagos was extremely manipulative. I mean, so much so he ended up convincing Othello to kill his wife and himself. And you know what it was over? It was all over a promotion. Yeah, it was all over a promotion. Now, Othello, uh, to my knowledge, like from my research, Othello was Moorish. Uh, he was a Moorish African general in the Venetian army. And he was apparently an eloquent storyteller. You know what I'm saying? He was a good storyteller. He was well-respected, but he was often treated like an, an outsider. But people did respect him, you know? Whereas 
Lagos or Lagos, 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 I don't know how to say his name, was a great wordsmith. His extreme rhetoric literally proves how dangerous language and persuasion can be when combined, especially by the wrong people. Do you all know how many people actually invest time into being cunning and conniving? It's crazy. It's literally crazy. Like people really invest time into being conniving and cunning and mischievous and deceitful and backstabby and two-faced. Sorry, I was getting a little turn. <clears throat> Let me bring it back. <sighs> so when I was looking at the whole crafty manipulation topic and when I was thinking about all the many angles I can approach this from, right? Upon my research and discovery, I kept seeing these same exact examples like presenting themselves over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, I got to do a little more research on this before I talk on this topic now, because believe it or not, there are actually studies done on this. Like this is a real thing. And I'm not really too shocked, but I was just shocked. I was shocked about, you know, how in depth the research was about crafty manipulation. Apparently there are like four main types of manipulation, which is flattery, isolation, devaluing, gaslighting, a word that high key grinds my gears. And then there's fear and violence followed by that. So those are the four types of manipulation, the four main types of manipulation. That's what I've discovered, you know, during my research. Now, I know that for some people, maybe hearing flattery as a type of manipulation sounds bizarre. And I kind of, I, I understand because honestly, there are multiple, multiple um, examples of manipulation, but these were apparently the four common types. And when I thought of flattery, I had a flashback to several moments in my life where I noticed someone was like complimenting me or being extremely nice to me, flattering me, but I felt manipulated or I felt like there was a, a backhanded or underhanded reason for the compliment. Like, have you all ever felt like that? Like, have you ever known that you and this person don't necessarily dislike one another, but the vibe is weird and all of a sudden they just come to you perky and are like, you look so amazing. And it's just like, why are you talking to me? You look weird. <laughs> you look weird doing it here. You act weird towards me. I don't know how to act with you. So I'm acting weird. And this is just weird. And then somewhere along the line, you'll see how maybe they'll ask you for a favor. Maybe they will do something that appears kind and caring and helpful, but all the while, it's just a part of their master plan. And I think everyone has experienced that in some sort where you've had an aha moment with someone like, hey, this person doesn't usually act this way with me. 
But as of late, this person has been really cool all of a sudden. I wonder what's what's that all about? You know what I mean? And then you eventually realize, oh, this person is manipulating me. Oh, you up this arm. And you don't even think it's manipulation initially. Because again, it's just an awkward vibe. It's weird, right? It's just out of the blue. Now, I personally, like I just said a couple of minutes or seconds ago, Okay, remember, I have been in a situation where someone has been quite literally flattering me. And I know it's actually an insult for real. Like, come on. I've had people say, I like your hair when I had like a wig on in the past. And I know you being funny. Like, I know you're being shady. I know you're shady and funny behind my back, right? But it's also like, why are you doing it though? Like we don't usually vibe or talk. And then next thing you know, they'll ask you, can you cover my shift? And you're like, ah, so that's what that's all about. Okay. I'll see you. I see you. <laughs> no, I cannot work it. Find somebody else to do it. Cause it's not going to be me. Nah. Compliments are not necessarily someone trying to manipulate you all right please don't misconstrue this for me saying that not at all there are people who will give you a compliment every time they see you they're your biggest cheerleaders this ain't that uh-uh. this not that this not that this not that these are the people who are conditioning you through flattery okay because when they come out of nowhere with that boomerang of deceit, you're going to be confused. You're not going to know how to catch that. Because it's going to say, and when I say it's going to say, I'm talking about your brain. It's going to say, I thought me and homeboy or homegirl was cool. Oh, no, nah. it can't be like that. We go back. We go back. We homies. We go back. But meanwhile, that person is banking on you not receiving exactly what they're doing for face value, which is manipulation. I think everyone has been friends with a person who was a crafty manipulator. I think that's I think that's a given. It's a part of life. You learn again. There is no manual. There's no handbook. Like I said in my previous episode, one arm. You just learn. You just learn. Okay, for example, because I feel like I'm probably confusing people who are listening. Like I feel like the first half is probably confusing. And I think it's because it's one of those type of topics where it's like no matter how much I've prepared for this, when the mic is on, there's so many thoughts, emotions, and feelings just, you know, all combining as I'm speaking. And it's like, ooh, I need to, I need to get this out. I need to get this out, but I need to slow this down. And I need to really give a better example. So I'm going to do it this way. There was a guy that I was really interested in. And he would compliment my intelligence dad if you're listening fast forward okay I'm back he would compliment my intelligence he will compliment 
how I am as a person. He would flatter me whenever he could or whenever he, you know, I guess felt like it. But if something arose to the surface and I strongly, but in a nice way ish, I passionately expressed how I felt. You know what he would do? That word people love to throw around that I high key do not like, but I get it. He would devalue what I was saying and gaslight me. He would flip the script. Huh? Wait a minute now. Aren't I the same? Aren't I the same person that you just sang praises to so the moment I bring something up that I feel is worthy to be mentioned that should be mentioned that is bothering me no I'm not making a big deal out of it but I do want to bring this to your attention because I am against holding unnecessary emotions in grudges and things of that sort so when I would do that that's when the gaslighting would start that's when the see you're thinking too much into it would start that's not the first guy who's ever did or said that now I do apologize if you are a man listening to this men love to devalue and gaslight women I'm sorry but it's true you guys love to ignorantly say things like oh you women and your emotions again that's also a form of crafty manipulation you make a female think that because she's expressing herself she is not knowing her own self in the moment she is lacking understanding she is lacking knowledge Females will know something burning in their soul. They will know it, but just don't have the proof yet. And guess what? Like a dang light switch. Voila. Comes on. Eureka. Aha. The light flips. It comes on this person who has now been gaslighting, manipulating you isolating you whenever they feel like it to make you feel like you hurt my feelings because I'm innocent and now I'm going to give you the cold shoulder meanwhile this is what they're doing to tag you along you know what I mean they're just leaving down little breadcrumbs for a trail and you're just picking it up and you don't know it sometimes we don't even know we're being manipulated as heavily as we are being manipulated until We look back on multiple occasions where the same types of incidents have reoccurred. Hindsight. Sometimes you do not realize that you have been manipulated until hindsight kicks in. That was me with. A couple of people. It doesn't seem like manipulation at first. It doesn't. I have dated more than one guy who did exactly the things 
I just said. They would flatter me to keep me at bay, to keep me at ease. They will partially tell me the truth. Now, Marie, rewind back to my previous episodes, lying by omission versus lying by commission. They would purposely tell me the truth. Ish. They would tell me partial details on purpose. Their goal was to keep me at ease, keep me at bay. Period. Until it doesn't work any longer. See, when it stopped working, when I would date those guys, when it would stop, when that crafty manipulation would stop working, or not even stop working though, when I would just start to slowly put pieces of the puzzle together, that's when the devaluing and the gaslighting kicked in. That's when they turn it on you and say, you're overthinking this. It's not that deep. I'm not like that. I'm not that kind of guy. Or I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fit. I don't get down like that. That's when the stuttering and all that unnecessary high pitched talking comes in. See, that's when I know I got you. When you start trying to make me think it's me, instead of accepting what I'm saying, instead of saying, dang, I didn't know you felt like that. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't know I came off that way. Well, your first reaction is to make it my fault for having emotions and feelings and for speaking on something I'm noticing. That's when I know I can't trust you. That's when I know you're a sneaky lying loser. You're a sneaky lying loser. So I want to put a quick halt on this because we're going to hop into part two. But before we hop into part two, let me guys let you know something. I did another little small research. And although I don't care for the word gas lighting, its definition remains the same, right? Here's a tip. Four types of gas lighting tactics, I guess you can call it. Outright lying, manipulation of reality, scapegoating, and coercion. But I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Just a little bit more about it now in part two. Okie doke. Sing in a little bit. Ta-ta.